listening to I'm Telling You. You're listening to You're listening to I'm Telling You. Hey fam, welcome back to another episode of I'm Telling You. Who is it? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Let me in. As, as always, the antics ensued instantaneously, of course, because why Why would anything else not happen here like that? Um, anyway, so this is uh, Philly D. Mr. Gemini. Clickety clack a fact checker with JD. Yeah, and uh, if you would uh, like to reach out to us, we would appreciate that uh, conversation. Uh, you can hit us up uh, collectively at ITY, directionsinmusic.org, or uh, individually. Gemini, G-E-M-I-N-I, at directionsinmusic.org. Or Philly D-P-H-I-L-L-Y-D at directionsinmusic.org. You can, uh, yeah, hit us up, continue on the conversation, please, because we, we appreciate that. Uh, or movie quotes, even. Just, you know, we, we would be... That'd be great. That'd be great. Still pushing the movie quotes thing. Yeah, if you can, if you can just go ahead and do that, that'd be that'd be that'd, great. That'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> as well as yeah, for our uh, our first time listeners, yeah, this is a thirty year friendship between you and I uh, doing pretty much this, just cutting it up, just talking and stuff. Yeah, and I mean anything, everything, uh, raw, organic. Just uh, sometimes drinking beer. Sometimes yeah, um, sometimes not. I mean, we had some beers earlier, but now we're uh, relaxing. I made us some coffee. So uh, it's know. it's out. I only got like a little sip left. Uh, well, I mean, there's I think there's more left if you wanted to get that. But hey, anyways, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we make food for each other. We uh, we talk to one another, which I have to appreciate. I mean, every time I come over here, I get doted on. It's nice. It's nice. I get I get made I get made breakfasts doted like I'm wooing you. Am I putting together a dowry so I can ask for your hand here? Is it? I get made like some egg sandwiches. Dude, I get you snacks. I get fresh snacks. coffee, like telling you, fresh ground in a French press, like bought around the corner. I know. Dude, I mean, hey, you know, I gotta take care of my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Fred. Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, I, who, who treats you good? Come on, who treats you good? That's right. But no, it's funny. I did, <laughs> you called me out. We're at my place. We're at Studio B, and you called me out, and I was like, oh, sh- I gotta get on that. Hold on, sorry. I'm, I'm slipping. You know, and it was only after I feel you became a little bit more, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Inebriated? No, no, no. Settled <laughs> into the idea that, you know, food from me mid-break, like in the middle of our episodes was a, a given at this point. You were just like, oh, he's going to make me food. Mm. And when, when all of a sudden it just like, became a thing. Are you going to get up now? Are we going to do I, this? That's what it, it's pretty much. When you're questioning, you're just like, so, so is, uh. Is it going to make itself or uh, you're going to get on that for me? I thought it just, yeah. Like I'd, I'd go somewhere for a minute and you'd be like, yo, food's ready. I'm like, it just happened. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. But so when, when that became your common figuring, this well, was see, just, but that, no, this, this, this is when at your was, house, this is the, no, this is when we have alternate studios. It's just like, now you're going to make me something. I, so I, had you never always expected? It's, it's my responsibility. So you know, what and, I mean? I, and I went up to that, but it was just like for for a moment, it just slipped my mind. I was like, the food's just like you said, the food's just gonna make itself. It's yeah, just a much. magical thing. Like we take a break, the food's ready, we eat. It's like, oh crap, no, that's me. I gotta do that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. My apology. 
<laughs> oh no, it's it's quite all right, my good sir. I have uh, I have no qualms with it whatsoever. I think I'm going to drink this first and have that be it. That'll be it <laughs> for got, people for people in the, I got the uh, last little bit of my beer. For those of you not in TV land that can actually room. see us, yeah. he's he's discussing the two different mugs: the one with some coffee and the one with some beer. And which one do I drink first? Picture if you will. Picture if you will. One man, two mugs. But I gotta finish the two beer. different liquids. <laughs> <laughs> two 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 mugs, one guy. Oh my God! What's it? What's oh, in the box? I don't know. What's in the box? Nobody which wants one, to know about that. Which one is he gonna? What's in the box? This show. That's what's in the box. This show is in the box. <laughs> that is correct. That is the correct answer. <laughs> and what is it? Seinfeld. I don't know. Dude, you know what, man? The enemy was what? What? What was the enemy in the Neverending Story? The nothing. That's right. Which was uh, what was his what was his actual name? Because he wasn't just the nothing. Because he had to like who was? Yeah, he, he had, didn't he have another name? I feel he had like another name. The wolf did. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was the wolf's name? No, I can't remember. That's what I'm asking. Um, but no, not the wolf. Because the wolf, he said, "I'm not the nothing. I'm what comes before the nothing." Well, yeah, the correct. So he was. That's um, what I'm saying. So the wolf isn't the nothing. There was there was a lot of really interesting, or it was it was just messing with you. There was a very deep message in that movie revolving around. I think I told you this. Well, what the heck? What the heck was the wolf's name? What was it? Well, I went to go Google the wolf, but it it came up with both. I think so. It says. Gmork, G-M-O-R-K, is the servant of the power behind the nothing. Correct. His appearance in the books is of a wolf-like creature in black fur capable of human speech. Yeah, that's it. Good job on your pronunciation. (sighs) Getting better. I guess he's (laughs) he's representative like one of the four horsemen kind of thing, like where he's what comes before. He's like the nothing's assistant. It's like... I'm going to save us some time. Well, if we I'm just going to, I'm going to tenderize um, the area a bit in my fashion for a while before you show up. No, it's, it's more like I would, I would like to have this resolved before he gets here. Like just I'm going to, re- I'm going to release better, some so. piranhas into the water for a minute before we, can, we just flush the whole thing down. We can just get you to go ahead and sign on with this. It'd be great. <laughs> That'd be Thanks. great. <laughs> yeah, not not having a late arrival today. It's, it's you know, it's, uh, it's regular start time. It's yeah, it's not a half day or anything. So um, yeah, as soon as you could go ahead and come on in, boop, yeah, boop, yeah, boop, boop, yeah. It's me again, Peter. <laughs> No, 73% of the time you are correct, or it's you get 73% of what you're quoting correct. So it's it's just you're you're I mean, should I be happy that it's more than half? I mean, it's more than two thirds. I I, that says a lot. The glass is mostly full, it's almost three quarters. That's pretty dope. I mean, yeah. yeah. If I found that in the desert, would I be complaining that it was only three quarters full? I don't know. As long as it's not a horse with no name. You can't have that in the desert. I'll tell you what, that would be messed up. Why wouldn't you name the horse? I mean, especially if it's just you and the horse in the desert. I mean, I feel like that would be in like maybe within the first twenty-four hours. 
Well, it's like Tom Hanks with the freaking like volleyball. You don't form. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like you don't form some kind of a bond with this animal that's carrying you across the desert. I mean, you know, wait, what's up, horse? I don't. And it's not even a camel who could handle it. It's it's a freaking yeah. horse. Poor thing. Like probably some Arabian jobby. You know, <laughs> so hot. I, but still, I mean, you know, they're built for it. But at the same time, it's like you know, I don't feel like carrying you anymore, dude. I mean, you know. I feel like a camel is more like more built for that. You know what I'm saying? But see, that's the thing is like, I would walk next to the horse in hopefully the shadow. So, that you so can more get, to the like, point, like name the freaking horse. Cause you're probably going to be face to face with it while you're walking. Like, Hey dude, what's up? Uh, like, I feel like I, I need to call you something right now. Like, wouldn't that kind of like, it, I don't know. It's just me. Like you're in the desert. It's all you and this horse. Like Harry, Jeff, Brian, I don't know, whatever you want to, I mean, something. Charlie. Could be Sally. I don't know. Chuck. Greg. Greg. <laughs> and nibbles Greg at your milk, man. I mean, that would make it funny. I mean, or Maybe that's his middle name. Or something kitschy, you know. Whatever. Harold Gregory, Ezekiel Third. Make it formal. Esquire. <laughs> it's four hundred years. He was Kevin Ilyanovich, Rasputin, Kubitschewski. Yeah, that guy too. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe the middle name should be Wait for it. I like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> what I'm just saying to you, that's a really good middle name. <coughs> oh my yeah, god! Yeah, his his name should have been Hurricane. <coughs> Wait for it. Wait for it after Hurricane. Wow. Well, yeah, because if he had lost the. Um, if he had gotten, he had, had, had he gotten the wife to sign on, their kid's first first name would have been Hurricane. Yeah. Oh, this was your show. Oh yeah, how I met your mother, of yeah. course. Yeah, it's, I'm always just to keep everybody in the know because, dude, they should know by now. Sometimes we don't even know. We never know. I mean, maybe one of us knows, but I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm just I'm going too far into this right now. No, I'm just really cool. I'm just like the idea of wait for it. That's just, that's just a dope middle name. As a middle name. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can take any normal, regular name and just throw that in as the middle name now. You're like instantly dope. Like Poindexter, wait for it. Dude, you're in second grade. First day, roll call. Dude, would you would you want to be called Poindexter or Dexter? Uh, I think at this, I mean, when are we talking about? Like now? I don't know. Like what if you're- Or before if the show. Was Poindexter. Why not Pony? Like who does that to their kids? Or do you just like Dex? Dex. I like that. Dex, Dexter, whatever. I like Dex. You like Dex? Yeah, I like Dex. Oh, dogs. Yeah, I like Dex. Nobody? I'm just saying. No. Snatch? <laughs> Guy Richie. Anybody? Bueller. Anyone? Fry. Anyone? Fry. When Cameron was oh. in Egypt's <clears throat> land, let my Cameron go. Yes, yes, I know that one. You're not sick. <laughs> yeah, you're not you sick. You can't think of anything better to do. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean. Right? I mean, you were uh, 73% correct. I, th I thought you were catatonic. Were you, did, did you, could you, could you, could you, did you see me change? Am I, when I was, I thought you were catatonic. 
Oh, I know he's like stretching his face. Oh, well, mm, ah, mm, oh. rolling his eyes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, Cameron was a different man that day. <laughs> yeah, that's when he that weird like I don't know lips down like brownie like teeth gritting. Yeah, the first time he almost sees a completely naked woman, and all of a sudden he <laughs> kicks a Ferrari out of a window. Oops. Just, I'm saying, you know, apparently the female form gets them <laughs> so all riled up. Let's run it in reverse. Maybe it's, <laughs> it'll just take them out. That's not, that's not how that works. That is not how that works. <clears throat> like literally running it in reverse. And they had it on a jack stand, right? Well, so, I mean, like way back in the day, you know what I mean? I'm talking like old, old, old school before you had like different checks and stuff like that in place where you would get a continuous count out of it so this way you can keep from, you know, frauding because people started doing it so they had, like, measures that they put in. But So originally, yeah, you could run reverse and it would do it. You know, a lot of the times, some would just take, like, the whole speedometer head out, pop a, you know, the, the detent or the safety, the locket so it only rotates one way, pull it back, and then... With the drill and just like run it back like 20, 30,000. It's like, oh no, dude, you can't do that. Oh, but dude. that's what you can, like, if you're going, if you're inspecting the car, you look for those kind of things. Oh, God, no, you're not no. checking. Be like, no, it looks like this dash might have been a part. No, we don't. That's not a part of the inspection. No, this is like, so, you know, I mean, you, can, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't happen to notice. There's no telltale. <laughs> So it depends on how gross the error is. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like if there's scratches on the on the you know, the dash glass or whatever. Well, you can you can usually tell by looking at Wow, you that know, looks like a screwdriver head. That's <laughs> Well, so most most of the time people will so as you as you maintenance or care for your vehicle, you'll have telltale signs on your vehicle. So what the undercarriage look like, you know, what the under the hood looks like, what, you know, so all of these different pieces and parts, you know, the way the interior is, stuff is, you know, cracked or broken or scratched or all of these things indicate a certain idea. So, yeah, I mean, if, if there's like a 50, 60, 70,000 mile where you're just like, this, this car looks like it's a good 200,000 and it's like, oh, there's only 109 on this, like. Somebody's been loving this a little too much. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really buying this. <laughs> Gonna be honest. It looks, it looks a little bit like tough love, which I mean, and it could just be that, yeah, the car was just beat to dirt, but that usually has its own kind of indicators and it would, it would look, uh, what we used to do to our cars though. It's horrible. Oh my dear Lord. Yes. So much fun, but I would also maintenance my cars. You know what I mean? Like I would fix them. I would keep them in good like my working first, order. My first car was a was a Grand Am. Nothing fancy. Didn't even have a fast motor. But like I would drive the pants off of that thing. You had to to get anywhere. <laughs> and before I got rid of it, I think I came around the corner to go to our spot, and my my driver's side door flew open because it wasn't properly latching anymore. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's fun. So here's me and my my Grand Am. I think it was half a part at that time too. The door or the car? The dash. <laughs> like 
like the entire dash for a while for like two weeks. Is that is that because you're like no, weight reduction? That was you- the one where the heater core went. And it went in the middle of the winter. So I had to drive back and forth to work with the windows open so it wouldn't fog up. Wearing like two sweaters, a sweatshirt, and like a winter coat. <laughs> well, that's hilarious. <laughs> that was a cheap mother. So I just bought the part and I'm like, I had to got to figure out how to get to it and replace it. And it pissed me off too because the worst part was so I got the whole heater core, which is like, for those who don't know, it's like a tiny little radiator that sits Pretty behind much. your dash yeah. where what I guess the, the cooler part of the motor or the coolant area where it's coming can use that to, for AC and the same thing with the heat, right? The, okay. Well, so here's the deal. However that works. The, so here's, here's how it works more oh, or the, less. The hot water from the engine core comes out to the to the heater core and back around. So the heater core gets coolant only and is for utilizing, you know, just heated air. Just heated, yeah. Correct. So as the air comes across it, it pulls the hot, because it's, I mean, you know, it's it's literally going across all these open fins. But it's basically a radiator. It is. It's a, it's a very small version of one, but, and it's typically in the higher part of the system so that it's it gets lower flow because you're not trying to really pull a lot of the heat out of there. You know what I mean? It's not it's not for actual heat dissipation. It's for just taking some of it off to like, oh hey, you know, while I have this, you guys want? Some? Oh yeah, I can use a little warm. That's great. Not like here it is. <laughs> well, but that's but that's the cool thing though is like if you have a car that's overheating because say your radiator the the fan's not working or that something could be enough to throw on your defroster. Because that usually kicks on a second fan if there is one, because it wants to put the AC on as well. And two, it also turns on your heater so that you're pulling air across it. You're now pulling temperature off of the coolant. So it's it is almost a small radiator at that point, and it does help you in that kind so, of a fashion. So. so anyway, when it broke on the Grand Am, the thing that ticked me off was my replacement part came with the whole radiator. I hate when people say that the whole radiator and the little connector hose, right? Like there's a little connector hose on both ends. Right. Well, yeah, yeah you're well, in and out. The original connector hose was plastic. That was the only thing that was broken. So I had this whole thing and I just, I had to take the entire thing out and all I really needed was that little pipe, that little connector piece because they had made it out of plastic. Yeah. I was so annoyed. The rest of it was perfect. It just pissed me off. <laughs> you see, in situations like that, I would just make up my own parts and just like fix that piece. That's probably, yeah. Well, I ordered the part ahead I, of time. Now it's never going to break. Like, no, we're done. I, I basically ordered the part ahead of time. And when I got it, I was like, all right, now I got to figure out how to get to it. Um, yeah. And had to drive to work back and forth with no dash, no heat. Um, no radio. Fun. <laughs> my first car. Everybody's got a oh first gosh. car story, right? I mean, I mean, I have quite a few for my first car. Honestly, wait, was your first the Astrovan or no, no, no? My first was um, or your actual first was yeah, was uh, Ford Taurus, right? Yeah, eighty nine silver bullet. 
<laughs> no power, nothing. AC only. Didn't even have like power mirrors or any of that stuff. Like I had a little knobs. I had to like twist and rotate. And, and you did your best to try and convince people it was SHO. No, I didn't. I never did that. <laughs> the way you drove that thing. Oh hell no! I mean, maybe the way I drove That's it, but no, I never said like the way you. No, never said it. <laughs> the way you drove it, dude. I just I want to see. I mean, honestly, you know what? I've had two of them at this point. They're good cars. I, I like them. They it, they've done me well. I have a more sporty version at this point, but yeah, even that one, that first one way back in the day, yeah, you could pull some stuff with that man. Them cars would do. They would take some abuse, dude. Them old, like the 89, 90, like 91, like those things, the way they were designed and built, like those, they were, they, you could just hammer on them things and they take it. They yeah. do pretty well in the snow. Like, bro, I, I always, I always wanted to take an old station wagon, like an 89 to 91 station wagon Ford and like, you know, slam the crap out of that thing and put like, you know, a suicide seat in the bro, back. And, bro, I love my Chrysler New Yorker. That thing was the best. That thing had a mafia trunk. Dude, it totally did. You could have put three full-size bodies in there. Oh, you could fit at least three dead hookers in there. Easy. At least. Wouldn't even have to chop them up. You just throw them all in. I'm just saying. It was space. Chop them up now. That takes time. You just you do it while you're there. But anyways. Some lie. I'm sorry, what? You had like that one box with the 212. Like I remember when you finally upgraded sound system. You're like, look, that thing was massive. Holy crap, look at the size of this remember, thing. Remember, we used to get whatever we could just to have something in our car. It could be like house speakers, and you'd have to like oh, cross dude, everything had, over. And I had a sound system before I had my car. So like, that as soon as I got my car, I put in my sound system. Is it, It's an eight-ohm voice coil, but I had to, I had to cross it over. And <laughs> I mean, dude, I had plenty of that friends guy. that did that. I never... I always had, dude, I only, I went from like halfway decent to pretty good to like, all right, cool. Like now we're just, I just got like the best of the best. Orion. Oh yeah, dude. Oh Orion. man. I miss, dude, Orion back in the day, the nineties, Orion, all like American made, America. Yeah. All American made. I've the whole show geeking out, but yeah. Dude, I could, <laughs> man. I, oh, I had so many of their subs and amplifiers. Dude, these things were always underrated always understated as far as like power and like my biggest concern was the head unit i wanted to have a decent head unit pioneer man i was always pioneer, pioneer even though i grew up on like well because like alpine back in the day was the shit but you're talking like early 80s is like head units Wait, were just coming out i can't out. even remember what i had did i have an alpine what, what did i have i don't even when i finally got a good system i think it was i want to say been, it might have been alpine you the the first time when you were finally like, bro, I got a good head unit. Look at it. And you're, you're like, oh, you're like yeah, Alpine. I was like, all right, not my personal you know favorite, but yeah, that's that's pretty good. Alpine will do you right because you were all about like how Alpine. Because well, the thing listen is, listen to I mean, the Alpine play. Anyway, play. Right. <laughs> well, the new shit by <laughs> WA. So that's why you were yeah, you're an Alpine cat. Like I get that. <laughs> see, I was I was a performance that's dude, good. and like Pioneer no, was you know tried and true at that point. The biggest thing, anyone. <laughs> swapped out stereo systems knows like you don't get a whole lot of preamp on those little speakers out the factory even though they can handle more you don't get a whole lot of a stock system so the only way the easiest way to open it up without adding all kinds of amplifiers was to get a decent head unit that had a, a decent output well yeah because like a, a factory would have like maybe 13 or 15 watts whereas it, these would have that. 25 yeah. or 
Yeah, because I mean, well, they would save fifty. See, this is why I like Pioneer because Pioneer would have it was twenty five RMS per channel by four. That's a big difference. You could almost double that number. Well, because depending on what your rating were and what system it was in and whether or not you were really rating yourself or you were underrating yourself, which a lot of the companies would do, like the better ones, they were like, oh, actually, no, it's like 25. No, it was more like 28 or 30 almost, you know, but so, you know, in that case, yeah, now you're talking like 50, 60, 75 watt, which is what all these, oh, we got a hundred watt. No, you, you have like 15. Well, and then there was the whole argument about, oh man, you got to get hex fat, man. So much better. I will, dude, I'll tell you what, man, I I played with a couple of the extants and here's the deal. So the cat that made extant literally came in with an S ton of money and just started buying up all the engineers. And, you know, I mean, he was going to Rockford, like Rockford Fosgate. Mm -hmm. He went to Orion, JL. Like, I mean, he was going to all the big boys and just like paid these cats money banking on we're going to make the sickest dopest who gives a shit mass production that was production. the one that actually well I, the extant series i don't know if, if they were all like that but they had like a clear cover well they so were the first the, they the were the first to start showing you on the insides as well as the box was very practical they were basically like little rectangles yeah because everything was built in it they were almost like really small tube amps that were just massively dope and then you could just put all sorts of power and, you know, like uh, super loaded down. They like, were you supposedly know, built half like foam stable. And rock just, solid. Oh, yeah. Oh, and they would just rock it out. They would just sit there just all day long. But I didn't have money for that. Dude, I was looking to have money for it. were expensive, yeah. For a decent Alpine head unit with a removable faceplate because that was the thing back then. You just take your faceplate with you? Now, like, I don't care. Somebody take my stereo. Go ahead. I think I think my first head unit was a Krako where you could pull the whole thing out and, like, you take it yep. with you. Mm -hmm. like, a a little, like a little mini, like, briefcase that's got its own handle and stuff. Yeah, because that's what you want to be doing. Walking around town with a freaking head unit in your hand. Yeah, no, like, the whole thing. Like, dude, what are you... All you're missing is the microphone. It's like your little walkie-talkie. I mean, I don't have your one field anymore, phone. So I don't mind saying this, but I used to just take the faceplate off, put it in the case, and throw it under my seat. Oh, I did as well. Like as long as you don't see it, or the glove box, it's or not a temptation. Like you assume well, I plus, take it with me. I don't feel like carrying that shit. So pioneer stolen or or I lost or whatever. Pioneer back in the day when you they were one of the first that when you pop that screen off, like your your faceplate. It would have a little red light behind it that would just blink. So it looked like you had a security system. <laughs> so not only was it like, hey, stereo's not here, it's like, but system's also set. You're like, mm, next car, just keep on cruising. It was what like our, its own little theft deterrent. It's what our buddy dope. used to do that would crack me up is he'd he'd take off Yeah, I think he'd he'd take off his regular faceplate and instead of just like just taking that with him, he would leave like a Krako like fake faceplate in his place. So the people will walk up. Ah. <laughs> well, yeah, because if they saw that, like, he doesn't have anything good in the car, and he was loaded. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, he had like some of the. Oh, like, oh he's of the got dope. crap co. Forget it. But it was just like he would just kind of sit it in there. It happened. Yeah, to fit. he he was the one that introduced me to the HCCA uh, Orion stuff. Oh yeah, yeah the the red the red amplifiers the high current competition amplifier. That's what HCCA stands for. Okay. Oh yeah, dude. These things were ridiculous. So back in the day, I had because by the time I found out about them and where they were at on their their versions, 
and I can get my hands on it. And I had to do some trading to get my hands on two of these because it was limited production. Was the uh, HCCA uh, 225G4. So it's a two channel amplifier that puts out 25 watts aside, like RMS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, this amp is technically half ohm stable, quarter ohm capable. Right, so you basically... You could run it down to... So normally it would be set at, you know, four ohms. At four ohms, it's putting out 25 watts. Right. But at at two ohms, it's putting out 50. And at one ohm, it's putting out 100. And at a half ohm, it's putting out 200. And And at a quarter ohm, it's putting out 400. It's stable, yeah. And that's just on one channel. You still have one other channel. So this one amplifier, you can now run like, like eight... Eight ohm subs, or you know what I mean, like you know four ohmers, and to like keep per, like parallel them down, and the, you get all the way down to a quarter ohm on two different channels, and you're now rocking sixteen hundred watts off of a fifty watt amp. What? That's the yeah, that's nuts, man. But that's the thing, though, is like so these amps being able to do that going into a competition, because typically it'd be zero to one hundred and fifty watt class is your first class. They would rock three of these because each one of them is only 50 watts because it's what it's nominally rated at for four ohms, which is 25 aside. Which is accurate. So three of them makes 50, 50, 50, which is 150. So you can have three of them. Well, now all of a sudden you're running these three amps with like 16 12-inch subs. And you just got a bump you know, for like, you know, you know what the 30 seconds is, like, to make your, your DB pull. And you just, and, and they is, just pound out the pressure because they're building these major freaking cabinets with them. And like, this is the one reason why they didn't stick around forever, though. Because What's like, like, well, most companies will, like, we need to build a connection to go from here to here. It's like, I'm going to give you the, the minimum amount that you would need or are. Maximum, which is higher than the RMS, obviously, like of our maximum need for this, for the output of this particular magnet, basically, you know, and how all that works. Like, I don't know, <laughs> like the science behind all, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I totally blacked out there. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking out my ass. It's all right. <clears throat> Anywho's, but yeah, no, dude, I Systems. um, yeah, dude, I loved. I mean, and that was, and that's see, and that's the thing is like, so coming from the first car again, I went from a Craco, you know, Sparkomatic kind of crap, rocking the Optimus from Radio Shack, and then like to MTX, and then Orion, and then started getting like bigger and bigger sound systems. Yeah, I mean, then I just, they always went with me from car to car to car, you know? Because, I mean, when you buy the good stuff, you can take it with you as long as that's not the what got into the accident or, you know what I mean? Or You better take it with you. Oh, yeah, dude. I put it, dude, I had, I had this, when I finally got to one set up, I pretty much carried it with me for a solid, like, six or seven years and just pounded <laughs> the crap out of it. It seemed like, you know, if you wanted to upgrade, too, there was always somebody there that was willing to buy your old shit. Well, see, that was the thing is the stuff that I had had by the time, you know, I'd been rocking it for so long. This is stuff that, yeah, even at the, in the condition it was in with me, which was just somewhat old because, you know, it was 
probably a couple years old because I bought some of this as used equipment. Right. And it was in great shape. I mean, it really was. All the stuff that I was getting was coming from my one buddy, so it was qualified source, and he was just like, oh, I got my line I mean, on this and that, and I had friends that were giving stuff up, and so I knew the condition of. It's and, funny because all that, like, all that was so important back in the day. Like, especially if you didn't have a car that was special. Like, it didn't go fast. It wasn't flashy, you know. It wasn't... Like, there was there was some way that you had to stand out. And for a lot of guys, it was just like, I want to build a banging system. Dude, and it wasn't even, I want to build a banging system. Because if you couldn't make it there, it was just like, I want to make noise. I just want to make noise. Well, see, and here, like, all right. So, the neighborhood I grew up in... You just, you, we like the cars, the cars that go boom. Like, dude, I just, you had to have, <laughs> it was about low riders. It was about stereos, you know? And so, I mean, no matter what it was, that, that's why I pretty much low ridered every one of my cars, like 99% of all my cars I've ever owned, which I've had a bunch. I've lowered basically all of them somehow or another, whether a little or a lot, but lowered them all. Pretty much done a stereo in again, darn near like ninety percent of them. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like that's what I was raised on. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like those days are over. So it wasn't even something like I had to do. It was something that I was like, it's just this is what this is what's right. You know, I feel like that's not even like important anymore though. And you know, what's, <laughs> what's funny though, I had it. I had to drive. I don't use it as much. It's more for like when I'm, we're transporting the whole family. But when I'm taking the girls back and forth, like I use the minivan. Oh, and, to, right. and today I, I hooked up my phone and I started playing something. It was like Portis Head Radio from Pandora or whatever. Oh, those were like loud. I want to hear it loud. It played this one track, which wasn't Portis Head, but it had like um kind of a deep like bass rhythm in the background. And I was like, Wow, these speakers are kind of nice. I had it cranked up a little bit. I mean, honestly, most of your cars nowadays, you know, even even from say like the two thousands. So I mean, even even in the past twenty years, it's a give. Even you know your your most piece of box crap, like you know, has a has a halfway decent has it has a good like. Hey, listen to the stereo. Like no matter what, it has a decent stereo because even the the crap of the crap now is stuff that was the good stuff back in the day and it just became the norm so and i think it i think and maybe it was more that this particular track picked on that particular frequency of my rearview mirror but you've seen that before and like that was always one of my favorite things about having a really loud system is that <laughs> when the bass would hit you couldn't see the car behind you because it would just completely blur <laughs> always used to crack me up but it actually did that a little bit. Like you could see the the cars behind you moving when I was playing. I was like, "Damn, this thing got a little bass reflex, don't it?" I think the the most consistent compliment I would get about my sound uh, setup was anybody who was sitting in the back seat with it was like, "My eyeballs are vibrating, <laughs> <laughs> like they're shaking out of my skull." Yeah, yeah it would. Um, but see, I mean, but that was the thing is like, so one, growing up with that and two, having people around me that were all into it and we were into the crazy, insane, so, like we knew there was science behind it and you my can brother build had setups the, and. My brother had the, 
the box built around two opposed, um, what do you call them? The, the tube speakers. The, a bass tube? No, I'm, I was trying to think of the actual brand name now. I can't think of it. Oh, the bazookas. The bazookas. He had two opposed bazooka, like 10-inch or 12-inch. I can't remember what it was. I believe they were 10s. That's, and that Cause, was because that was uh, that was all he could fit in that spot. Like they tucked in right, if I recall. But I remember the first time cruising in the car with him, listening to like Metallica on like Volume Ten. I don't know, it's on ten. And I was like, "Damn, this sounds really good." <laughs> Little bass goes a long way. Oh, it was a beautiful sound. Literally, Metallica rocks, man. Metallica, Metallica rocks. No, it was so funny because like. So many times, like, and back in the day, like, people would pick, I mean, we all did it. Like, you'd, you'd have at least one tape or whatever in your car that was just nothing but, like, just bass music. There was no other purpose I mean, <laughs> at all for that tape other than just, I'm going to go through this neighborhood and I'm going to make a lot of noise. I mean, I wouldn't to the town. extent of, like, I'm purposely going oh, through yes, neighborhoods. You would. Not a neighborhood, but a town, like town center. Well, no, I had, you know, I had, spot. yeah, I had definite albums that were like, ah, uh, this is feel the bass, the bass, the bass, feel the bass, the bass. Yeah, no, I definitely on tape, CD, all that good stuff. But yeah, no, that's, um, where you put a quarter on the trunk and you can watch it like basically levitate. <laughs> Dude, see, this is most of this. This is what I loved about Orion the most with their with their subwoofers, their amps, every like their setups, the way they they were designed, and the the way you could build your speaker like uh, boxes for them to get you know whether ported or sealed or you know they were just you well built. Well, so most of your subs, you would hear. The music as it was leaving so as you the vehicle would come at you you wouldn't so much hear the bass you might hear the higher tones as it gets really close and then you start to hear the you know and then yeah it would keep going after it passes you by and kind of dissipates off quickly orion's for you some reason the doppler effect right but here's the thing is um orion's you would actually start to hear the bass as it was coming towards you because it would project so well like there was such a i guess a capability well because if because here's the thing is like when you're producing that sound it it's produced at a certain frequency but if you're pumping out that frequency with so much force or ability it can push itself further and i mean you know the speed of sound is pretty quick so when you can have like you know like you're saying the doppler is you can amplify that and build some behind it all of a sudden, it's like, dude, that stuff carries. I mean, it was it was very common for us to be at our one spot where we would do builds and installs and tuning. You could have the car out all the way in the back section and one of, or if not a few of, the garages, like the the doors, because you know, in, in those kind of commercial garages, you have the big overhead doors. And right, they're like tall, yeah, like eight foot doors and stuff, like huge. And 
So these doors, whether up or down, you could hear the springs and like like they were starting the rails, and they would just like, people would just be like looking up <laughs> the ceiling, like what is that noise? Oh, oh, like you'd find the frequency of the spring, basically. Well, not even so much that; it's just that even us all the way on the other side of the building being muffled out by a concrete structure and stuff. So you really only kind of hear this low tone outside, where it's just like. And it's like really faint. It doesn't sound loud. But inside but, yeah. the building, you're just like, it's like electric. You're just like, why? Why is that humming? Is that is that hum, is it humming? Is it why is humming? it humming? What is? Oh my! Did you, you just say humming? Yeah, pretty much. And that's and that's like, and yeah, it would freak. And then you, you know, then the tone would stop, and you'd come inside, and they'd just be like, was it? Was that you? Like probably. I don't know why was something was something like vibrating, something. Was something humming? Oh my God, he said humming. Yeah, and I said it. I'm man coming at ya. Didn't know how to get you. Tell it off shotgun. <laughs> hand on the pump. I just Left hand on the 40. Smoking. Puffing on a blunt. Smoking? No. Smoking? Puffing? I thought it was puffing on a blunt. I don't know. 73%. I don't Well, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe it's both. I feel like there's a multitude of times in which they say that. Well, I'm an alley cat. <laughs> I heard that about Some you. Some say a dirty rat. What? On my side is my guy. Say I'm all of that. <laughs> You're like starting to mumble a little bit. I don't even know what is going on What's here. What's going on? I don't even know. You're like, you're, you're trying to quote, but you're also not, not trying to not, quote, not, apparently. Not. Not, not going to work here anymore. Yeah, that's how that happens. If you. Ahina, Jenna. Ahina, Jenna. How hard is it to say? Ahina, Jenna. It's not that difficult. Yeah, it's not that difficult. It really isn't. Is your name Michael Bolton? Is your name. Uh, he just called me Mike. Um, I think we're going to. Any relation? No. <laughs> So what's, the, what's, like the matter, a, what's the matter with Michael Boy? That's a nice name. It was a nice name. So what he calls it, like an Until ass that hat. No, that no talent, talent having ass, ass hat. Yeah. <laughs> Started writing albums. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bolton? Oh. I got to say, I, I love Michael Bolton. Like everything. What, what would you say is your favorite song? <laughs> oh, oh, geez. I mean, oh, I there's 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 so many. Oh, I, know. I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's just like, oh, God, thank you, saved. That's I think that's pretty much what his move was. Well, let me tell you though, <laughs> when he sings, "When a man loves a woman," <laughs> oh God, oh. It's a hard pass. Hard pass. What's the in the 40 year old virgin? Was it uh, Steve Winwood or whatever? Or no, no. Um, oh, what wow. are you trying to think of? On 40 year old virgin, the stuff that they have on the, uh, the TVs <laughs> that just keeps playing over and over and over again. That Paul Rudd is just like, I swear to God, if I hear this one more time, I'm going to kill myself. Dude, now I don't even know. Oh, it's, oh. Not Fleetwood Mac. Um, oh, God, this is going to kill me. I think Fleetwood. Yeah, can we get a fact checker on this one, possibly? 
Oh, because it's... um. I can see his face. Yeah, can we get some help? This conversation's falling apart. <laughs> SOS, SOS. Yeah, no, no. But that's, to me, because we, we were talking about that, the same thing in the, like, Shaun of the Dead, where you get the additional background playing into the story. So it's like where the props have, you know, their own role. It's not just a prop. It actually has a purpose. Oh, yeah. I, I, find, I find that humorous. Is this your bush? Right, dude. It's it's just a bush. How do you how do you include the bush? You king of the forest? You got a special bond with this bush? No, I mean just you know, there's other bushes. Yeah, no, it's oh man, yeah, forty year old version. I just thank you. Say that again. Michael McDonald. Yeah, Mike McDonald. Yeah, yeah, but what's I think there's a a specific track too. Maybe I don't even know. It was like one or two that it just, he kept, he's just like, if I hear something or other, you know, one more time, he's like, I swear to God, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to do it right here in the store. He's like, he's like threatening, like blow his brains out in front of all the TVs or something. I don't know. Oh my God. If one of you says shenanigans one more time, I swear to God, I'm going to pistol whip you. Oh man. Come on. What? Minute by minute. Maybe. I don't know. So the song that was played in loop in the background was minute by minute. Maybe. Hey, Farver, where's that place we used to go to? Yeah, you know, with the, the mozzarella sticks and all the goofy shit on the wall. Why, why do you want me to look? <laughs> you mean shenanigans? Oh. <laughs> Just because you said shenanigans doesn't mean that I have to play along. Yes. I don't have to do this. Yes, you do. Just because you're my friend doesn't mean I have to do it. I just have to put up with it. What? That's what the rule is. I don't have to do it. I just deal with it. You can do it all you want. Put I don't up, always have to do it. Put up with you. What do you mean put up with Same me? difference. Exactly. <laughs> just because I do it doesn't mean you have to. Yeah. But you got to put up with me. What are you talking me. about? There's, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's all acceptance here. What? what? I can't. What? It, was, it was from Soundstage, the Michael McDonald live DVD. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that was the performance that they had on in the background every single time. Yeah, but that was a DVD that was playing in the background. Yeah, I feel like, like it was name of the track that you're missing there. No, she she said it. Name of the and, track by minute. Yeah, which I'm like, yeah, maybe that was. I'm. I don't know. It's just maybe that was it. I don't know. I just remember him like just go. That was, <laughs> now and, I now I feel like I need to hear this. Like I don't know. Well, I mean, I think I have it, bro. You can borrow it. It's all good. <laughs> of course, man. It's in the 300. Come on, honey. Why wouldn't it be? Oh, man. There's so many There's so many older movies. I, like, I, I feel like I've been thinking about The Great Outdoors a lot lately. I feel like I need to see that again. I have that one, too. Of course you do. You should have that one. Everyone should. For real. It's a must. Do anything with John Candy? Dope. And Dan Aykroyd probably doper. Like the freaking bat scene. We do. There's a couple of them. <laughs> like running around trying to catch the bat. Right. And he's got like his freaking gear on, the waste basket, and I think oh. he's like all ponchoed up and duct taped down or something. Oh man, he's classic stuff, man. Yeah, it was really like, random. But they're making the Al Yankovic story. A what? Movie? what? Who is? What and is? Daniel Radcliffe is playing Al Yankovic. Who's going to play Weird Al? Wait, Harry Potter? Uh, Harry Potter, yeah. 
What? <laughs> That's kind of weird. I mean, wh- who's who's making I mean, this production? I'm where sure, where and I'm how sure and he's what? A good enough actor to do that, but I'm just I'm trying to picture just it. Look. look. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of yeah. Literally showing us a picture right now of uh, Radcliffe in in looking like with the accordion and everything, and it was like mustache the mustache and the glasses, the afro and the porn stash. Wait, seventies, you know, young Jewish kid kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like the tip. It's just like over stereotype. Accordion playing. Like you, you expect him to be like either going to or coming from a bar mitzvah of some sort, you know? Like it's just, you couldn't, you couldn't be more stereotypical. It's like, dude. <laughs> okay, but so what is this? Is this like a? Is this a documentary or is this a? What 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 is it like? Historical with the fiction. Yeah, historical yeah. fiction. We're talking about like. What is that? Yeah. Well, it's gonna be on. It's a Ruku original film. Oh, see, there you go. That's what. And it is Weird Al Yankovic's like uh, uh, autobiographical story, I guess. Okay, so it's yeah, it's a historical fiction docu series kind of thing. He's <laughs> a weird dude, but I love him, dude. You know what? And a <laughs> hell of a performer. I've seen him live. You like, know I what I mean? S- like, I can still remember some of his songs. Like way too. Way better than I really should. <laughs> oh, yep, absolutely. I mean, I I, I love going to Gallagher. I love seeing though. Howie Mandel. Like, no, but he had this thing where, like, well, all of his pretty much all yeah, all of his songs. The Amazing they, Jonathan. They were all parodies of of popular songs. I believe so. Yeah. Well, not so much always popular, but typically it was a, a popular dude. Like at least, when he you did know, relatively well known mainstream when he did Fat. And I think that was in the show that we went to. And he puts mm-hmm. on the suit. He, he actually, he actually puts on the suit. And he puts on the suit and he comes out and it's hilarious, dude. And he usually takes uh, intermission and then he comes out doing like a surgeon and he's got on the... Dude, if you're not laughing your ass off and like red in the face halfway through the show, you might as well just get up and leave. Or singing and clapping yeah, and enjoying like, yourself. Hell yeah, man. It was just too much. Dude, I know. I think that was my first concert actually. Or no, second. Was Primus my first? <laughs> I think Primus was my first show. Steve Miller Band. It was Primus and Helmet. Yeah, you were at that show with me. Yeah. Yeah, that's where Les Claypool got a shoe thrown at him. Yes. Yes, I remember that. Oh, I remember, yeah, because the entire... Dude, literally <laughs> the entire audience started chanting, Asshole, asshole. Yeah. And the worst part is, he threw a Birkenstock. Oh, I forget. Yeah, I know. It was. But yeah, when they finally found the guy and yanked him out of here. He actually Les, did. He came back out and did. Oh, yeah. Dude, mad yeah. kudos. Les comes out and he's like, apparently some people don't know how to have a good time. He's like, if the rest of you are ready some to behave yourselves. Pretty much, right? <laughs> And of course, everybody was just like, "Yes, please, thank you." And he just, and he rocked out the show, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, thank you so much!" He did like another short set from what I recall. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. He and he and he and he crushed it, and it was an amazing show. Yeah, and it also sucked because Helmet had uh, issues as well. The lead singer, because they're their own tech crew, they don't run roadies. They they all they do all their own stuff. Oh, I didn't know. That. 
and his one amp goes out and he's the lead singer. And so it's like, he's back there plugging and playing and the rest of the band's still playing. Trying to fill in. Well, no, just continuing the song. Yeah. And then when he finally gets finished out, which he does like the last quarter of the lyrics for the song. And it was just like, oh, that's like, yeah, and it was unsung, <laughs> which it was like my, my all time favorite off that entire album. And I was just like, yes. And then I was just like, no, what is it? And I was like, oh, maybe they're going to play it again. Maybe they're going to play it again. Nope. Nope. They're very much on time. And like, yeah, no, they, they did their set. And then Primus had to come out. Like, I mean, it was being main boom. In the contract. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. It may, and maybe on their side or maybe on the venue side. I don't know, possibly, but maybe. Or they're just all business and it's like, yeah, let's knock this out. We got to go. Yeah, we got, we want to, we want to pack up and get out of here. We got another show next week. You don't want to step on Primus. I mean, I mean, they were on the rise at that point. I mean, both bands at that point were very well known. I would say to the same level, but I mean, I I think Primus See, at that point was that more of... well traveled, you know, as far as like concert level. Yeah, Helmet was a bit too much noise for me. I couldn't get into that. At that You're a bit too much noise point, for me at that point in my <laughs> life. But Primus was just they had that gritty, you know, those bass lines. Man, just had you wanting to like bop your head and stuff. Dude, I was listening to Primus the other day. It was kind of like uh, Rage. Listen to Rage back in the day. I haven't learned. I haven't heard Rage in a long time, man. Dude, Rage, like, dude, their their guitar riffs, kind of like Corn, where yeah. it was it was an all new sound out of a guitar almost. Because a lot of Corn's riffs, they were playing with a detuned standard guitar setup. They would just go down. And, you know, it's... Uh, they played the devil's notes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's the devil's music. Well, and, and the, you know, and again, the same thing with, like, Rage is they would just, they were... <laughs> well, you know, Van Halen, man. Van Halen had the tapping method and made that, like, popular. And then you have, like, oh, you know, Surf and Slide and so many, you know. It's, Van Halen actually was was... I don't think enough people realize how impressive Van Halen was. Like he actually made his own chord progressions for certain, like, what was it? I think the song Jump, which just seems like a fun-loving song, was actually really complex in the writing. Like I heard about that, that he actually, he made his own progressions and everything for that song. And it's just like, to, to you and me, it's just like a catchy tune, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, jump, go ahead and jump, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm. I'm aware of the finger goose. I'm just. <laughs> hey. Wow. What? Wait. Is that gonna be picked up? I have no idea. But the fact that we weren't talking is <laughs> it's gonna be. It was. It was like a like a low vibration that just went past. It it happens. It's all I good. Was, sorry about that. I'm so like we had control over. <laughs> no, my reaction to that I would have. Yeah, that you need to apologize that's for. That's what I just I'll, was trying. I'll I'll apologize with you. You know what? What? Don't just yeah. Are you talk. judging me for judging you for no, judging me? Just talk amongst yourselves. I did, and it didn't work out. Cause I don't even like me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what? Just being honest. This is the low energy part of the evening, I guess. <laughs> Dude, you were the one that was talking some serious stuff earlier about killing things or something. Like instantly went to it. And it was just like, oh, wait, what? Oh, talking my about God. killing things? What was that? Why? I don't remember. What happened? Something about that. Where was I? Exactly. It was either the, the green room or something, I mean, but I was still. playing Call of Duty on my phone, but. <laughs> That's not what we do here. Not on the show. Not on the show. Well, I hope not. I mean. Like before and after and, you know. I mean, just those at home could be, maybe, but. Well, yeah. But here on our time. This is. <laughs> in here, in here, it's our time. Oh, is it that time? It is that time almost. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah, no, we're, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, no, no. Uh-huh. It feels mm-hmm. like. It feels, I feel <laughs> like I should be. Nobody fell asleep tonight, though, so that's good. That's I just, we don't maybe at home they might have we don't know it's like they're sitting there just like how many years uh, are we gonna do this and like eventually it's just gonna be like you know two old men falling asleep on the microphone <laughs> oh my god but like why was the show only fourteen minutes well you know dude you know what's gonna be funny is in the episodes where she's falling asleep and we're asking her hey did did you I think I think you fell asleep yeah she. Oh, you're asleep. And one of our people was like for the first time listening to that and they're like zoning off a little bit and they wake up to that basically. And they're just like, wait, did, did I fall, fall asleep? Did they, did they know that I fell asleep? What is going on? Like they have like a matrix moment or wait something. Did you just fall asleep? Yeah. And it's just like, follow the white rabbit. What's going on here? Oh my God. Yeah. They start freaking out. Yeah. Cause at the one point I'm like, I'm like, well, she can't hear us now. Maybe she can. I don't know. But like, she'll go back and listen to this, and we'll sit near. We'll be sitting here talking about her. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, dude, that's um, it's funny how time works that way. But yeah. you know, and speaking of time, oh, I know. Yeah, I know. It is time. So, so it's just about time. But yeah, if you want to reach out to us, please. Yeah, you know, all three of us collectively, you can get us at itydirectionsandmusic.org. Individually, you can get. Gemini, G-E-M-I-N-I at directionsandmusic.org. And in me as well, you can get <laughs> P-H-I-L-L-Y-D at directionsandmusic.org. And you can get Philly D. <laughs> you say it like it's so porny. Please, easy there. That's not what he's talking, people. Don't hit me up, but, you know, not for that. I love how he gives me the D. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, you know, that's, I'm telling you, that's what happens here, apparently. That's what happens. But yeah, uh, it's a Philly D. <laughs> Mr. Gemini. Yeah, and uh, as always, be good to yourself. Be good to everyone else. Much love. Bears. Peace. Peace.